0: Hey, folks, Pastor Jim Thomas from the Village Chapel here in Nashville, Tennessee, with your daily devotional. And you know, on Fridays, I like to talk about psalms with some of my favorite ministry leaders all around the world. And there happens to be one right here in my own household, who's my favorite one to talk to. It's Kim Thomas. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, Kim Thomas. How are you, Kim?
1: I'm doing fine downstairs. How are you upstairs?
0: (laughs) I love it that we're like talking from the same house, but we're going all the way to the satellite and back to do it. This is really uh, <laughs> the marvels of technology. Well, sweetie, I, uh, I'm i excited to talk about this psalm. I know that uh, it's one that you love dearly. And these mm-hmm. ancient songs, um, they do they speak for us. They speak to us. There's so many things about them that we love. And on Fridays, uh, like I say, we just enjoy talking about this uh, together. So um, you have some great insight into this as a poet yourself, as a painter, as an author, and I'm just really looking forward to hearing from you. So talk to me about Psalm 63, love.
1: Well, you know, of course, Psalms are a record of realities and revelations, and Psalm 63 in particular, this in historical context, this is where King David is running from Jerusalem to the desert, some say from Absalom, some... Uh, contradict that and say that he might be running from some other people, but we think probably he was running from Absalom. And, um, it's another one of those where we think he is, um, lamenting as a personal lament, but even more than that, it's, um, not just lament, but it's a Psalm of desire, his desire for mm. God.
0: Oh, wow. And, yeah. Uh,
1: I so relate to it, especially at this time of year. And uh, I know that when we record these kinds of devotionals, we want them to be timeless. But especially for me, I have to say the first of the year, um, there is this deep breath. I want to take a deep breath of the Lord. And uh, with David, he is here in the wilderness and um, there are a lot of things that I relate to about being in the wilderness. And in the first of the year, there are a lot of parallels, a lot of metaphors about being in the wilderness. So why don't I go ahead and read it? And then we can talk about some of those metaphors, some of those parallels and um, how we relate to that with King David. Okay.
0: That'd be great. Thank you.
1: I got my little Bible right here. So let's get right to it. <laughs> Psalm 63. And of course, the heading for that is my soul thirst for you oh god you are my god earnestly i seek you my soul thirsts for you my flesh faints for you and what we see immediately right there uh, david is referring to the whole person body soul and spirit how he desires Hmm. for god as in a dry and a weary land where there is no water I think we can all relate to the picture of that, what it feels like to have that parched feeling of mm. longing for water. And then he says, so I have looked upon you in the sanctuary, beholding your power and your glory, because your steadfast love is better than life. My mm. lips will praise you. I love mm. that he uses that uh, language there about his lips, because when we think of being in a desert, being in a dry land, being parched. We think of our lips being chapped and how Mm. it's almost hard to speak because we're so dry. We can hardly put words together, but he's speaking of satisfaction in those verses that Mm. he's looked upon the Lord in the sanctuary, beholding his power. So then verse four, he comes to praise. He says, I will bless you As long as I live in your name, I will lift up my hands. My soul will be satisfied as with fat and rich food. (laughs) My mouth will praise you again, the mouth with joyful lips. What a contrast Mm -hmm. that is to being in the wilderness, being parched, being dry, being thirsty. And here, this contrast of being satiated, being full with fatness. That's what praise, (laughs) the contrast is. And so what we see, these three sections right here, we've already seen this beautiful little pattern of desire, satisfaction, and praise. And then he repeats Mm. that same thing again, verse six, desire. When I remembered you upon my bed, I meditate on you in the night, in the watches of the night, for you have been my help. And in the shadow of your wings, I sing for joy and my soul clings to you. Your right hand upholds me. You hear the desire of that and I think of him how in the night when he's longing and desiring for God, he's in the desert, maybe looking up at the night sky fearing Absalom he looks up yeah. and what does he do rather than rehearsing all these fears and anxieties like maybe sometimes we do in the middle of the night when we're fearful or when we're in
0: tossing our and turning and all yes. that Yes. Getting that big eye that can't close. You can't go to sleep. Yeah. And the anxieties
1: that send us from this side to this side to this Mm -hmm. side, instead open a record of his faithfulness rather than reciting the worries that he has. And he says, my soul clings to you. And I think of what do I cling to in the middle of my wilderness? And then he goes again to satisfaction but those who seek to destroy my life, they shall go down into the depths of the earth. They shall be given over to the power of the sword. They shall be portion for jackals. Hmm. And then he praises again. But the king shall rejoice in God. All who swear by him shall exult for the mouths of liars will be stopped. And we hear mm-hmm. justice being spoken of by King David here, the uh, mm-hmm. The one who has been chosen to be king, but who has not yet been exalted, who has not yet got the crown on his head. Uh, he mm-hmm. knows that one day he will be king. He's not king yet. And uh, we think of that and we um, almost see a messianic picture there because we know that king david is a forerunner of the messiah who will one day also be the greater king david and who will be exalted and who Mm. will be the king who will reign forever and all all of our wilderness longings will be satisfied
0: and all of god's promises will be vindicated and he will watch over his people won't he honey
1: Oh man, that is a uh, that's mm. a great a great picture for us. I think as we enter into the new year, and um, as I as I squeeze the goodness from Psalm Psalm sixty three, which is a song indeed, uh, I looked at the wilderness, and I think the wilderness reveals a few things to us. Mm. Um, I think we see that the wilderness reveals obviously the first thing our thirst. Do you agree with that? that oh that's- yeah. I mean, an obvious thing when we're in a wilderness.
0: Yeah, such a visceral picture. And I think our chronic dissatisfaction with so much in life um, speaks of a hunger, a thirst, a longing, if you will. And I think every one of us is longing, deeply longing for God. We just may or may not know it.
1: Yeah, sometimes that's the problem, right? We are thirsty Mm -hmm. and the wilderness reveals that. And uh, the problem is that we try to satisfy it with other things. I mean, we have Mm. um, physical dehydration. I think it's really interesting. Um, I don't remember the exact numbers, but I know that physical dehydration, it doesn't take much to create an actual problem in our bodies for physical dehydration. Mm. Um, Mm -hmm. When you're thirsty, you're already dehydrated. And um, I think of that for our own spiritual dehydration. And when we are, when we're physically dehydrated, we get tired. We get physically weak, um, confused. Our cognitive abilities are um, Mm. not as sharp. Um, It leaves us in a a weakened position to um, making decisions or to thinking clearly. And I think spiritually, Mm. um, when we are in spiritual dehydration, in a spiritual wilderness, we are vulnerable and fearful. Um, we lean on our own self sufficiency. We are vulnerable to temptations, to bad decisions, mm-hmm. and uh, that's one of the worst things about a wilderness is um, trying to satisfy it with our own self sufficiency. In that, mm-hmm. um, like you were saying, we we try to find a, a, a source that's the wrong mm-hmm. source in the wilderness yeah. or the, the first thing we can grab for, so and, uh, and in, in the wilderness, that is such an easy, an easy, uh, forced error, I yeah. think.
0: Or um, unforced also- error, I guess, in the sense that we, we could have been like, we could, we're fortunate enough to have access to clean water. We mm-hmm. could have been drinking you know, lots of water all day long. And yet, like you said, sometimes we find ourselves, whoops, you know, all of a sudden I'm thirsty and it's, mm-hmm. y- you've already moved into dehydration, you know?
1: Right. Regardless of even if we're not in a wilderness. And the thing is, I think wildernesses sneak up on us. You know, we think we're doing fine mm-hmm. and then suddenly we look around and where am I again? Um, mm-hmm. You know, I think of just having uh, been at the hospital with a dear one and thinking, mm-hmm wow, these halls, they're so empty, and yet every face that I see, this is their own personal um, wilderness, and you see the longing in their eyes, and you know, what are they looking for, where are they finding their source, where are they, Hmm. what are they drinking from, and yeah, this psalm
0: is so good about, about highlighting that, that, that deep longing we all have, yeah.
1: Well, then I, so I think it reveals our thirst, but I also think, because it reveals our thirst that it also obviously reveals our deep dependence mm-hmm. on god um especially if we try to satisfy that thirst in other things um verse one earnestly i seek you mm-hmm. um, the the earnestly i seek you i don't just seek you i earnestly that that word is so wholehearted and so um, vigilant because I think it speaks about early in the morning. I do that. Mm -hmm. And that means at the very beginning of the day, the first thing I seek you, I long for you, I desire you. And um, then it goes on to say, he looked for him in the sanctuary. He knew where to seek for God, which is such a really important thing that if we're going to be in a wilderness, we know where to search for God in our dependence on him. Mm-hmm. And then the third thing, I think the wilderness the wilderness also reveals um, memories of God's faithfulness. And that's the next thing I think David rehearses those, those memories mm-hmm. of faithfulness in verses two, seven, and eight, he says, he's seen his glory, he's seen his power, he's remembered, he's, um, he's, he speaks and rehearses and sings of the help that God has been to him before. And So many times, I think when we're in our own personal wilderness, um, it's important to remember, wait a minute, I've, I've been here before and and God has been, God has been my, my living water. God has been the Mm -hmm. one that has saved me here before. So true. It's so essential because you can think, gosh, I'm out here and Lord, where are you? And um, remembering his faithfulness from before, sometimes that's what will pull us through. I think to the next, hmm. the next breath, the next drink, the next place of
0: safety. We're sometimes so short; uh, our memories are so short for things of the Lord, and it's so important. I think, as as you've pointed out here, we turn to the word like this, an old song like this, and it it just. You know, it shows us the human condition hasn't changed that much. We continue to have short memories, but need to remind ourselves over and over again about how the Lord is indeed the thing we've been longing for all along. Yeah, that's great, honey.
1: Isn't it frustrating, too, that our memories are that short? Yeah, because um, even David, you know, how many times has he experienced God's faithfulness and then he runs and it's like it's almost this sort of schizophrenic thing where he goes, I'm, I'm desperate. I need you. Oh, that's right. You've been there before. I trust in you. I lament. I'm thirsty. I'm desperate. Oh, you've been my, you've satisfied me before as with fatness and marrow. So (laughs) it's that, and it is truly the human condition. Um, and I love that about the Psalms that it makes me not feel like a crazy person because, uh, Yeah. You see that human condition and then, uh, are reminded that, but yes, indeed God is faithful. I can depend upon him, even though my thirst is revealed, my dependence yeah. on God can be revealed that he is indeed faithful. That's and so um, good. then I, I think, um, what I always love about these laments is they always reveal praise. He's been in the wilderness; his thirst is revealed, his dependence on God is revealed, memories of God's faithfulness is revealed in the wilderness. But then also, praise is revealed, and I think that that is always so good about these psalms from David that he always mm. um, ends just exulting in yeah. praise, and it's so contagious, which is another reason that it is so good. To read and to pray the Psalms, yeah. um, it gives word to my prayers and it it lifts my own spirits as I, uh, again as I I look towards what is the next day or what is my next plan, what is my next season if I'm yeah. struggling through a wilderness. I it's it's, it's contagious. Uh, That's so me. good.
0: I I I love the 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 thing you've pointed out, which is there. We have this freedom to lament. But we don't just, we're not just screaming into the darkness out there, the empty sort of space, you know, we're, it's not just a primal scream it, it, that we're just angry. It's, yeah. we lament and there's somebody that hears our lament and there's somebody mm-hmm. that even comes to our rescue. And, and like you said, we have confidence in, in God because his, uh, uh, he, he like, what is it? Verse 11, uh, the King will rejoice in God. There you go. Right. By God's name will praise him. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: and I I still come back to that verse five my soul will be satisfied as with fat (laughs) and rich foods. I mean, you know, that is just so, there's just something so over the top rich about that when it's contrasted with I'm in the wilderness. My soul thirsts for you. I am in a dry place. And then Mm. yet my soul will be satisfied as with fat and rich (laughs) foods.
0: (laughs) That's awesome.
1: I have a couple of, couple of quotes that I think are so appropriate oh, yeah. for this too. Um, you and I love, uh, th- this fabulous quote from Stutter Kennedy, um, about if I had the full cup of all the world's joys and held it up and could drain it to the dregs, just tipping it up and, you know, all the wonderful joys of this world, the fatness All those things, just, you know, I think of that, just, you know, all over your face, that fatness that is so yummy. (laughs) I should still remain thirsty Mm. if I didn't have God. That ultimate source of satisfaction is found in God. Mm. So not that those joys are bad things, that fatness. That's all. God gave that to us for a joy. And those are all good and we should drink fully from that cup. Hmm, but so if we true. didn't have God, we'd remain thirsty. Those would be temporary. Yeah. So I love that one. And then I think this is so true. Um, C.S. Lewis, this quote, I love that um, he, he compares this, that we have to get thirsty so that hmm. we really understand Um, how much we need the Lord and how much we need God. And he says, man approaches God most nearly when he is in one sense, least like God. Mm -hmm. For what can be more unlike than fullness and need? And I'd even like to reverse that order, need and fullness, Mm -hmm. Uh, humility and sovereignty, Mm -hmm. penitence and righteousness, a cry for help and limitless power. And I think that contrast of being in the wilderness and then being satisfied, having our thirst satisfied, our needs satisfied, uh, the faithfulness of being able to depend on God. I I think that's what I see in this um, beautiful Psalm and, and also the hope that not only is it in the Psalms, Jim, but we just finished studying before Genesis, you did that beautiful study on Revelation. And it it was just such a hope-filled study that you gave us every Mm. week. And in Revelation 7, they shall hunger no more, neither thirst no more. Neither Mm. shall the sun beat down on them or heat. For the lamb in the center of the throne shall be their shepherd and guide them to springs of water, the water of life. And Mm. God shall wipe every tear from their eyes. And so what we see is that um, heaven is the anti-desert, the anti-wilderness. Yeah,
0: this is so where like, yeah. it's all going, right? There, It is going somewhere and it's not just going off the cliff. God's That's right. in charge. Yeah, yeah, it's so good.
1: We have relief here, but one day there will be no need for relief because there will be no desert.
0: Oh, well, this Psalm and and your, your thoughts about it uh, are indeed encouraging for us today as we get this day started. I wonder if you would close us off in a, in a prayer for all of those that may be out there and longing, maybe don't even know why they're longing. Uh, yeah. but, but, uh, but yeah, let's, let's cry out to the Lord together. And as, uh, as we, uh, close off today's devotional.
1: Absolutely. Father, I thank you that, you know, uh, when we are in a wilderness, you are there with us and that we mm. are not there alone. We are not left to drift in our deserts, lost and thirsty, you, um, you are there with us. You are faithful. You guide us to springs of living water. Lord, I don't know what deserts or wildernesses our friends are in, whether it is in the waiting room of a hospital or whether Mm. it is waiting for the next paycheck, uh, the result of uh, a COVID test or Mm. uh, news from a a friend, um, a relative, Mm a job, um, even just needing to hear your voice again, Lord, whatever it may be, Lord, I pray that you would speak loudly, that they would know the abundance, the fatness, the goodness of your presence, Lord. We thank you for the promise of your nearness, because we know your nearness is our good. And we thank you for that this day in Jesus name. Amen
0: amen thank you so much Curate Kim Thomas from the Village Chapel for joining I us I
1: with you Pastor Jim Thomas
0: <laughs> alright everybody hope to see you next week Daily Devotions with Pastor Jim Thomas is a resource of the Village Chapel in Nashville, Tennessee if you find this daily devotional beneficial leave a review and share it with friends and family for more resources or to support our ministry visit our website thevillagechapel.com Artwork for this podcast by Kim Thomas.
1: Music by Phil Kagey.